Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Today, I want us to consider a bird's eye view of the gospel. Or here's a question. Let me pose it for you. What news do we have from heaven? What word, good word, does God have to give us from his dwelling place? Does he have any good word to give us? Usually when we think about God and God speaking from heaven, the first thing probably that comes to our mind, and rightly so, is judgment. In other words, God is well aware of our sins. God is well aware of our transgressions and of our disobedience. God is well aware of our ignoring him and of our walking away from him, of our not accepting him and not following his path. And so the word we're expecting to hear from heaven is not good news, but some sad news, <laughs> maybe bad news. But Paul opens his letter to the Galatians with a word about good news. Listen to Paul as he writes this great letter to the Galatians. It's a letter he wrote to a group of churches in what would now be called Northern Turkey, where the Christian church was firmly established in the first and second century. And to them, he writes, these words. This is the word of God. Paul, an apostle, not from man, nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. And all the brothers, that is, all of the spiritual family who are with me, the brethren, to the churches, the assemblies of Galatia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from this present evil age according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now these are Paul's opening words. And in a real reality, this is like a brief summary of the true gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now consider it with me for just a moment. To the churches of Galatia, he writes these words. First, he begins with what we would call the benefits of God's news. The benefits of the glad tidings of the, of the wonderful announcement that God has made if we believe that announcement. It is grace to you in peace. Ah, but you say, what is that? We hear these words often. And frankly, we don't know usually what it means because we use the word grace in all kinds of contexts with all manner of belief systems or ideas what might be involved. But in this context, grace to you speaks about God's gracious favor, his acceptance of you, his gracious, kind, loving acceptance, and peace. Peace is that harmonious relationship of being on good terms with God, with good terms with the person. Not just the end of hostilities, but the establishment of friendship, even, as we'll see, the establishment of family. 
So grace, God's gracious, wonderful kindness and loving acceptance and the harmonious, wonderful life of relationship and fellowship with God from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ is yours. That's the opening words. This is what we have if we are in Christ Jesus. But we get this from belief in the gospel. And so he follows the message, the bird's eye view of the gospel. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This indicates for us the origin of the good news. Remember my question? What news, what good news do we have from heaven? What proclamation can God give us from his holy throne that will thrill our hearts and bring us joy? This is it. And it comes from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice these two persons, persons who are one and yet distinct. They are from our God, from God our Father. God is our Father, and God is our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the origin of the good news. The good news then is defined in the following words. From the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, in this sentence, we have not only the origin of the good news or the gospel, being from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, but we have the content, the basic content of the gospel is given to us. The content of the gospel is, first of all, a person. And that person is the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, again, we're so familiar with words sometimes that we don't grasp their meaning, their understanding. The word Lord is the word for master, the word for sovereign. It's the one who is the ruler. But this is a gracious and loving ruler, one who rules in a love that has given himself for us. The Lord Jesus, Yeshua, that's the saving name of God given to Jesus at his birth in accordance with the will of God communicated by the angels to both Mary and Joseph before he was born. The Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Christ stands for Messiah. Messiah, the Hebrew word, Messiah. Christ being a Greek kind of equivalent. So, from the master, Jesus, Messiah. That's the person of our salvation. It's the Messiah himself. The one mediator between God and man. The man, Christ Jesus who gave himself up for our sins to ransom us to God, to bring us to him. He goes on. 
Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Master Jesus the Messiah who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age. Notice what this person does. This person who saves us, saves us by the giving up of his life in death. He does so as a payment for our sins in order to deliver us, to rescue us from the present evil age. That is the age that is under the power of Satan, the age that is under the power of sin, the age that is under the power of the consequences of the fall of Adam in the garden. In other words, our current world, going all the way back to the fall of Adam in the garden. That's the present evil age. He has given himself to deliver us from the present evil age. Now, what's the significance of that? Well, you see, this present evil age is a result of the sin of man, the sin of Adam and the sin of all men since then. And the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is to live in the sphere of evil, of death, corruption, destruction, and depravity, alienated from God, without fellowship from God, and spiritually dead. But the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, gave himself up for our sins to deliver us from this state. And he did so in accordance with the will of God, of our God and Father. Salvation, you see, is a result of the eternal plan and purpose of God. This is why John, in his writings, could speak of Jesus as the Lamb of God. And then the book of Revelation speaks of him as the Lamb of God slain before the foundation of the world. Now, Jesus didn't die in eternity. Jesus died on a cross outside of Jerusalem in around 33 AD. But it was planned from all eternity that he would come and give his life for those whom God had chosen to give him from all eternity. So the Lord Jesus Christ came as our Savior into this world, and by his death delivered up for our sins, he delivers us from the consequences of this sin and evil that's in the world and in our lives and he does so in accordance with the eternal purpose and will of God and the Father. And the glorious purpose of all of this is the glory to God. So let me review. In this one sentence, we have the origin of the gospel. God himself, God the Father, and the Master, Jesus, the Messiah. This person saves us by the giving up of himself. Later, he will spell this out more for us. In, on the cross as payment for our sins in order to deliver us from the present evil age. So we have the person of our salvation, the work of the Messiah of Christ who brings about our salvation, the act of our salvation, and the result of our salvation and his purpose 
is the glorification of God. God does this saving work for his glory. It's for our good, but it is for God's glory. Now, this is a bird's eye view of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ given to us in the very opening verses of Paul's letter to the Galatians. This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. And the next time, remember, God has good news to give you if you believe.